friends, it's Allie with your radio sisters, Rachel and Bo, and it's time for the Mulberry Lane Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being here with us. We love hanging out with you, and the time is now. Mm-hmm. And today, you're going to hear about some important whys you should be asking yourself. Yes, why you need to reach out and grab those opportunities that are in front of you every day. Why you need a clear picture in your mind of the future you want. Why you need to be more of an action person than an idea person. That's me. I need more action. (laughs) Less ideas. (laughs) Well, you know, as sisters, we can always count on each other. And by extension, we like to be here for you. So count on us in this next hour to bring motivation and inspiration to your perspiration. (laughs) Well, let's get to the guests, sisters. Let's do it, Bo. The Mulberry Lane Show's on. Celebrity story songs. You're going to have it going on when we tell you who's stopping by now. Up first, you're going to hear from two female rock and roll legends. Cherie Curry of The Runaways. And Bree Darling of Fanny. Now, Cherie and Bree have joined Musical Forces to bring you Motivator. Now, this is an album full of nine classic rock songs and three originals. And you'll hear all about how these two powerhouse voices came together to create this rich musical tapestry that belongs on repeat. And if you're wondering if now is the time in your life to start that project you want to do, one of Cherie and Bree's messages is that you should not wait any longer. It doesn't matter where you are in life. They say, don't wait, do something big, do it now. Raise hands to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, sisters, who's next? We'll then hear from filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm with the new documentary, The Woodstock Bus. Now, this is available on Curiosity Stream. Now, this documentary chronicles the search for the lost Woodstock bus. And today, you'll hear all about the winding journey of that bus and driving it back to the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. And I think the greater message is not just about finding the buzz, but John wants to remind everyone to keep hope alive the way the Woodstock generation did. Yes, finding that hope that that generation is known for. And then, guys, are you wondering what blockbusters or films are left for the rest of summer? Hang out with Aussie Maud Garrett. She'll give you what you can expect in the theaters in the next couple weeks, plus what's coming to Tubi, the free streaming service, bringing you some classic films from the 80s and 90s. Now, if you consider yourself a nerd, you're going to love Maud because she's a self-professed geek and she has her own YouTube channel called Geek Bomb. So you'll hear all about how she launched this and is charting her own path. Geek out with Maud a little bit later in the show. Okay, Ali, who's next? We're going to go from one Australian to another. You're going to meet singer-songwriter, indie pop artist, Ziggy Alberts. Now, Ziggy is coming to the Heartland in just about a month. He's going to be at the Slowdown in Omaha September 25th. Ziggy does things his own way. He started a record label. He's a total free spirit. And if you need some inspiration on playing the game your own way, Ziggy is going to next level your life today. And if you listened to last week's show, we had a chef that talked about figs on the show, and I said you have to get figgy with it. Well, this week, I'm telling you, you have to get Ziggy with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Allie. Enough coffee for you. (laughs) Okay, Allie, before we get into it, you had a nice little surprise before school started. Exactly, Rachel, I did. So right before school started, my little girl Clover read her first phrase, totally unassisted from me. So perfect timing. Awesome. 
Now, if you've ever had a kid who struggles with reading, you know how sweet this moment was for me. She was actually looking at titles on Apple Music and she said, Mom, is the name of this song Rock You? And I looked at it and I was like, yes, baby girl, you got it. I was so happy. So perfect for the daughter of a musician, right? Yeah. She was like, rock you. Well, Allie, maybe you discovered a new reading program, Rock and Roll Reading. (laughs) I like the sound. Well, we're moving on from rock and roll reading to rock and roll royalty. On the other side of the break, hang out with Cherie Curry of the Runaways and Brie Darling of Fanny. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. I'm Bo, along with Rachel and Allie. Woo! This segment is brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology, advanced comprehensive medical, surgical, and cosmetic dermatologic care. BraddockFinnegan.com. It's your weekend getaway, guys. You're hanging out here on the Mulberry Lane Show. It's Allie along with your radio sisters, Rachel and Bo. Glad you're here with us. Well, rock and roll icon Cherie Curry of the Runaways and Brie Darling of Fanny and Fanny Walk the Earth have joined forces to bring you The Motivator, the new album featuring nine classic songs and three originals that celebrate these two legendary voices and music idols. You guys are going to hear all about it from Brie and Cherie right now. Welcome, welcome to the show, Brie and Cherie. I wish we could answer that in harmony, but we're not prepared. (laughs) We are so honored to have you both on the show. Yes, this is so cool for us to have both of you guys. You have to kind of talk about how the the two of you joined forces, because Cherie, you sang on Fanny Walk the Earth album in 2018, and you guys had an immediate connection. Would you talk a little bit about that, Brie? So June and Jean and I did the record Fanny Walk the Earth in, we did that in 2017, and I wanted to have some artists from other girl groups. Uh, Patty Quattro was there with us, and I brought in some girls from the Bangles, from the Go-Go's, and Patty introduced Cherie and I Uh from the Runaways. And Cherie came in and immediately just kind of impressed me. She has this magnetism and this presence that's undeniable and did an amazing job with her performance that day in the studio. So, Cherie, you take it from there. I've been approached to do some background vocals for Fanny Walk the Earth, and I was sent the single, which is When We Need Her, and I was just floored. I went, oh my God. Not only did I love the song, but I love the singer. That's all I wanted to know was who's the singer and why isn't she a huge star? So when I walked into the recording studio, I approached Dave Darling, and I had no idea they were married. I just said, where's the singer? That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> and he pointed to this beautiful girl with this, you know, white and black hair, and I just beelined over to her, and I just said, I just have to tell you that your voice is absolutely off the map. You're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Brie kind of looked at me a little funny, because I think that she didn't expect that to be the first words out of my mouth, but, <laughs> you know, I had to get that clear. From then on, things just started to happen for us. So then when did the two of you decide to actually do this project together? Well, when Fanny Walker was not able to support the record because Jean had the stroke, things just kind of happened organically. You know, Cherie is one of those people who is all about being very supportive, and she makes you feel great about yourself. She's the kind of person that talks about you, so she's always supporting the other person. So... The two of us together, it's a great working with her. You know, 
Do you take it from there, Sheree? You know, Dave, darling, had mentioned to me, I went and did another session for Fanny Walk the Earth solo. I brought okay. Susan Olsen with me. That oh. that was a hoot. I bet. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Dave started mentioning, you know, we're going to make a record together. And, of course, I was like, yeah. You know, you hear that all the time. You know, I was selling my house and planning on buying some land up north and being done with this business. So okay. I just kind of laughed it off. But the more I thought about it, he sent um, the Rolling Stones song, Give Me Shelter, and and we worked on a key that worked right for Bree and I, and I went in and just hearing our voices together really made me take pause. I went, wow, am I really going to walk away from this? And I decided, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. And next thing I knew, we were making a record, and before we knew it, uh, we were signed. So. Wow. It's great. That's what I want to ask, because you both have such distinct powerhouse voices. I, I find it so amazing that they came together that way so effortlessly, because, you know, sometimes you really have to work around each other's voices to blend. But it was not like that. Cherie? No, it wasn't. You know, the thing is, is I really heard something, especially with duets, you know, that we just make each other better. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes duets don't work, you know, but I just knew that there was something really special about how we blended and how our voices manage as singing duets leads together. You know, that's kind of a real plus because, you know, like I said, sometimes it just doesn't work. Right. It was just a no-brainer for me. I, I wanted to work with this girl no matter what, which is definitely a 180 from how I felt just, you know, a c- couple weeks before. So this Isn't is something that, that we're both embracing. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll trailblazers Cherie Curry of The Runaways and Brie Darling of Fanny are teaming up here on the Mulberry Lane Show. When you guys recorded, were you in the studio together recording your vocals for the whole thing or did you know you record other places sometimes? So pretty much together in the studio, yeah. Okay. The studio, we have a studio here at my home. Dave is my husband, our producer. Okay. Oh. So now both The Runaways and Fanny have influenced so many artists. In a way, you guys really never got the credit, you know, that you deserved for everything you've contributed to the music business. So do you feel like now, do you feel like girl bands are getting their due today? Or do you think it's still a struggle? Tony, this is Cherie. I, I think that uh, the sky's the limit now was very different back in the 70s. Uh-huh. You know, it just really wasn't breached, except for Susie Quattro and Fanny and the Runaways. But it was, it was a struggle back then. Now I think, especially with social media, and you can actually make records without a record company, I think that the sky's the limit now mm-hmm. for girls. Uh-huh. You paved the way. And then will you guys tour, Bree? Absolutely, yeah. We're putting together the tour right now, and we're going to be going out in November. How exciting is that? On the show, we like to encourage our listeners to stay in touch with their creativity and dream big and go after their dreams. So if you had to give advice, especially to a a creative woman who, you know, maybe is in the throes of raising kids and, you know, busy lives, how can you keep that creative passion alive? I'd love to hear from each one of you. Cherie? I would say don't listen or don't watch American Idol or The Voice. I think that that is really a dream killer. I think that you just go with your heart. There's a reason why you were put on this planet. Believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you it can't be done. Love that. Yeah, I agree. Bree? Opportunities are passing you every day. They're in front of you every day. Reach out, 
grab that opportunity, you know, wrestle it to the ground, do what you want. This is your opportunity. As our song says, this is our time. This is your time to do what you want to do. Do it now. Don't wait. Just do it. It doesn't matter where you are at in your life, if you're beginning, if you're in the middle, if you're near the end, do it. Do what you love. Do it now. Do something big. Do something epic. Is that part of the message that you guys want to get across with your music as well? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, we said that in harmony together at the same time. <laughs> you know it's true. You know it's powerful when that happens. And then just final question, what do you hope people take away when they listen to the album? I hope that they get the same natural high we got as kids when we listened to these originals. We hope that it gives hope to people that are our age who think it's over. And it's only over when the universe says it's over. So have faith. What a great message. And we sure love having you on the show to rock and roll icons. We love it that you're here. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, sisters. Great. Aw, thank Thanks. you. Cherie Curry of The Runaways and Brie Darling of Fanny teaming up to bring you The Motivator. Make sure you check it out. Coming up next, hear all about the lost Woodstock bus from filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm, right here on The Mulberry Lane Show, helping you fuel your creative dreams. Taking it a break with Cherie Curry and Brie Darling's version of Give Me Shelter. Off the album, The Motivator. Ooh, the storm is threatening my very life today. If I don't get some shelter. Dr. Mary Finnegan of Braddock Finnegan Dermatology is here to tell you about Aqua Gold. So Aqua Gold is a small vial that has small stainless steel needles that are finer than a human hair in which we can leave product in the surface of the skin. The procedure takes about 15 minutes for the whole face. It gives a very dewy look, an airbrushed look. There's mild redness, otherwise no downtime at all. Aqua Gold at Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. That's BraddockFinnegan.com. The Mulberry Lane Show, where every creative journey is respected. I'm Bo, here with my sisters, Rachel and Allie. Well, 2019 marks the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, and filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm has brought a new documentary to the Curiosity Channel. Now, he filmed the quest to find and restore the iconic Volkswagen bus that became the symbol of a generation. Now, he's here now to give you the scoop on the film, The Woodstock Bus. Welcome, welcome to the show, John Wesley Chisholm. Nice to be here, thanks. (laughs) So it's so good to have you on the show. So now you have to talk about how this documentary came about. Was it the quest to find the bus first, or were you looking for a topic for a film? Well, How did it all come together? I'm a TV producer, and I kind of specialize in looking for things that are lost. I didn't think this was a big deal. We had been working on a project about the symbols in the architecture of Washington, D.C. Okay. About 10 years ago. And the folks at Johns Hopkins University recommended us this expert. His name was Dr. Bob Hieronymus, and he's like a real-life Da Vinci Code guy, okay? Okay. We're driving around Washington, D.C., 
and he pulls out an unused Woodstock ticket. <gasps> and when you think about it, that's a very provocative thing. Yeah. And he says, yeah, you know, I'm friends with uh, Jimi Hendrix and the Loving Spoonful, so I didn't need to go up there, but a bus that I painted went up. And I knew exactly what he was talking uh-huh. about, because there is this iconic photo of these two hippies sitting on top of a painted Volkswagen bus, like front row center at Woodstock. And I said, I know that bus. That's great. So anyway, we, we did our project. When I heard about the 50th anniversary of Woodstock coming up, this is like three years ago now, I thought I should call that guy and we could restore and repaint the bus and take it back up to Woodstock. That's okay. a good story. So I talked to the folks at curiositystream.com. They're like the Netflix of documentary, okay. but they don't do like the reality shows, the people yelling. Like, they want to tell stories about, you know, let us take you to a place and show you something that you never thought you would see. Okay. And I thought, this is just right for them. And they agreed. They thought it was great. So I called Dr. Bob. I said, look, I got the money. Let's uh, restore the bus. Where's the bus? He said, funny you should ask that. I can't remember where the bus is. <laughs> he said he thought he left it with Bob. Now, Bob was the guy who drove the bus up to Woodstock. Okay. So I called him. I said, Bob, where's the bus? He said, I thought I left it at the commune with Dr. Bob. Oh, my God. So I had the money. I had the story. I had about two years with the clock ticking. And I had these two aging hippies named Bob who couldn't remember where they put <laughs> the, the most valuable piece of automotive art in American history. So I thought, this is terrible. I'm going to have to give the money back. But then I thought, no, this is the story. And you know, the spirit of Woodstock is kind of lost. The generation is, is going by. Of course, the bus is lost. We'll go look for the bus. Okay. That's the story. So you basically embraced reality and made that the story. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I also unreasonably optimistic person. Okay. And I could imagine finding the bus. I could okay. imagine it. So, do we get to know, did you find the bus? Well, I can tell you, it kind of worked out both ways. Okay. I searched for the bus for about a year, the original bus. We hired detectives, we hired psychics, of course. Of course. And, <laughs> and I put a team together, and we searched all over America. But then time was getting too close. I just had to make a decision. Okay. And I said, well, let's find a matching bus, a near serial number bus. Okay. Now... These buses are very valuable now, and there's kind of a great westward migration out to California. Okay. So we went out to California, and near San Francisco, we found a near-matching serial number bus, identical okay. bus. We also met a community out there who really does the best restorations and all the magic. We got the bus restored out in California. We took it down to Florida to another restoration place to do the interior restoration. Then we took it up to an old century barn in Baltimore where the artist lives, and he's now finished repainting the bus. Wow. And today, after I talk to you, we'll be back in that field at Yasker's Farm exactly where the bus was 50 years ago. Wow, what a journey. Yeah. Quite a journey. And it tells an amazing story that we'll all get to see and watch unfold. Basically, we built a time machine. It really is taking us back to Woodstock in in a way that kind of goes beyond nostalgia. You know, for the people who grew up in the generation afterwards, like everyone agrees, you know, Woodstock, that's the ultimate concert festival against which everything else is measured. Mm -hmm. But what made it magic is still harder to understand. And I think I understand now after working on this bus. The magic is this. At Woodstock, we started to get our hopes up. Mm -hmm. We started to get our hopes up about 
more peace, about more prosperity, about looking after the world better. And I think that's what really changed. Mm -hmm. The beginning of a movement. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm, all about his documentary called The Woodstock Bus, now airing on CuriosityStream.com. You're hearing about it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, as you've driven this bus, I'm sure it creates a lot of attention wherever it goes. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, if you've ever been around one of these buses, people love them. It's, it's a flight from sadness that, you know, people are joyful at first glance. Uh-huh. We invited the folks from the original band, the light band, whose bus it was, okay. and the folks from the commune who used it. We had them all back for a little uh, sit in the bus and reminisce, and then we will be filming our trip up to Woodstock this week. Okay. So now, what do you hope people take away when they watch the documentary, The Woodstock Bus? I hope people just get their hopes up. Okay. That's the message of Woodstock. We got to stay away from stuff that divides us. We got to come together to find a project to work on, like mm-hmm. this bus, but mm-hmm. bigger. We got to get our hopes up and that we can imagine that in the future, things are going to be better than they are now. And I think that's what happened at Woodstock. And it seems like such a simple thing to imagine more and better. You have to imagine the future before it can come. And that's what I think uh, Woodstock was all about. Before we let you go, we always like to put a piece of positivity in people's lives about, you know, keeping their creativity alive. But you, you seem to have even going on this quest and hoping to find the bus and the whole feeling of Woodstock is coming together. What advice would you have for the listener who is on the brink of following a passion or a project, but they just need a little bit of encouragement on the next step or keeping that dream or whatever it is yeah. alive? Yeah, well, we all have imagination. You know, everyone has a picture in their mind of the future and what it will be like. And it's what you see is what you move toward. It's like a magnet. Okay. So the image we imagine determines the kind of future we have. If you imagine the future is limited, it will be limited. So in order to reach your dreams, you have to imagine them. You have to have a clear goal in mind. That's where it starts, you know. I learned a lot from this trip, but it's mostly about just getting your hopes up and keeping them there. So much of this world tends to drag those hopes down, but your advice is to imagine it and go for it. Get your hopes up. I love it. John, thank you so much. Love this interview. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show today. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Documentary filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Make sure you check out CuriosityStream.com for the Woodstock bus. Going to take a quick break. Catch up with Aussie Maude Garrett. She tells you what films you don't want to miss in the theaters and what's now streaming on the free streaming service Tubi. Maude has a super interesting story. She now hosts her own YouTube channel called Geek Bomb. Hear all about it next right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, Get 
Hey, it's Allie here with the Mulberry Lane Show. And did you know you can be a part of our free email list every week where you'll get more sister fun, links to archived radio shows, tips on creativity for your life, and real connection. All you have to do is text the word Mulberry to the number 22828, and then you enter in your email. So join the free Mulberry Lane email newsletter, and we'll land in your inbox once a week. Text the word Mulberry to 22828. We've got you covered. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. It's Rachel here with your radio sisters, Bo and Allie. Okay, guys, whether you want to catch the latest flicks in the theater or stay home on the couch, pop culture guru and Aussie Mod Garrett is joining your weekend now to talk about the latest summer movie hits and what you can look forward to fall. And, of course, if you want to stay home, Tubi, the world's largest free movie and TV service where you can now find your favorite Hollywood blockbusters. Welcome, welcome to the show, Mod Garrett. Wow, that was incredible. Oh my gosh, you exceeded my expectations so hard with that. Awesome, so good to have you. Yeah, so summer is almost over. What still can we look forward to in the theaters? I tell you what, yeah, the movies are kind of thinning out a little bit now that we've had our huge summer blockbusters. Uh, but there are a couple of movies that I'm recommending. Okay. If you are a Fast and Furious fan and you love suspending disbelief, then you've got to check out Hobbs and Shaw. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the nicest guys on the planet, okay. and every time I interview him, I fall more and more in love with him. So seeing him alongside Jason Statham is fantastic. But it is one of those movies where, you know, there's a lot of muscles, whether it's muscle cars, muscle teeth. Or muscly arms. Yeah, we'll take those muscly arms. <laughs> I mean, they're fantastic. The size of uh, Dwayne's arm is like the size of my waist, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. well, that bodes well for his arm and your waist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take that card. I'm coming out next week, though. We've got Seth Rogen's new flick, The Good Boys. Okay. They're kind of like Superbad, which was their breakout movie that he wrote with his writing partner, Evan Goldberg. But we're going a little bit younger this time. So okay. whereas in Superbad, they're finishing high school, this time they're in uh, elementary school. But they're developing crushes on girls. And, of course, now that okay. it's 2019, technology is helping them with this. And drones are what they're using ah. to try and flirt. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that one's another great comedy if you want to check it out. Okay. And then you've got The Farewell. This is the one that I absolutely recommend. It's 99% on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. It stars Awkwafina. Now, she's a comedian that we usually see her in comedy movies like Ocean's 8. This particular movie, though, we see a very, very different side of her. And if you have had a grandmother soon to pass or pass, this one is going to be very, very heart-wrenching because that's okay. exactly what this movie covers. So really a switch for her. Mm. So this movie is absolutely a standout, but not necessarily the blockbusters. But I'm one for the chick flick. And so now that summer's wrapping up a little bit, I want to stay at home on my Friday night for Chick Flick Fridays. Okay. I've got a couple of recommendations on uh, tv.tv. Movies that you can stream for absolutely free. And there are some classics that have just come out this month. And what can we look forward to there? Well, Selma and Louise. That's a classic ah, That's a chick Yep. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Hugh ah, Grant. Love it. That's a good one. Last classic. That one stood the test of time. And if you are a Hugh Grant fan and recommend Bridget Jones's Diary, um, this one's the follow-up to The Diary. It's okay. Edge of Reason, which came out in 2004. Hugh Grant and also Colin Firth, the biggest British heartthrob of the noughties. Um, okay. And then Renee Zellweger reprising her role as Bridget Jones in that one. She's 
of relatable as a character. She goes through a breakup in the first one, and then she gets to choose between two guys in the second one. Okay. Hello. Right. Good, Good problem there. <laughs> Film expert Maud Garrett here on the Mulberry Lane Show telling you what's coming up in the theaters and what you can see on Tubi, the free streaming service. So now you're a self-professed nerd. So talk about your YouTube channel, Geek Bomb, and how this all happened for you. Oh, goodness. So in Australia, it's super, super small there, and there's not many jobs. Uh, and apparently talking about Star Wars and video games was, according to my agent, quite detrimental to my career. Ah. So I started Geek Bomb as a way to get my nerd on um, and to let my geek flag fly, as I say. Uh-huh. And now we've got a team of eight. Uh, I've got 100,000 subscribers, which is kind of cool. And I get to talk about all things playing, watching, and reading, which I call power. You know what I love about the story is you didn't change for what people told you would be popular. You just stuck to what you do and what you figured you out a way to do it. And it's so funny because when I started Geek Bomb, being a geek was not cool. It was still super <laughs> underground and not mainstream. And now I'm like, look at me now. We are the coolest people on the planet. Yes. Well, don't you think that is a little bit what happens when you are just yourself? That's it. Yeah, you eventually become cool. Yes. <laughs> you just say Sometimes who you are. it c- comes back around. So now you're a creative creating your own path, and we love to encourage our listeners to pursue their dreams and their creativity. Speak a little bit to how you've managed to create this path and what it has looked like for you going along your path. Oh, I tell you what, it's really tricky, and I feel like I'm one of thousands of people that want to do this job. Like, just recently, I interviewed the cast of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so sitting in front of me at one time was Quentin Tarantino, Margot Robbie, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Brad Pitt. Wow. So it's moments like those where you're like, whoa, I can't believe I get to talk to these guys. Right. And then simultaneously, if I do one thing wrong and this doesn't go well, my career is over. <laughs> so it's kind of writing that line constantly, but being super prepared, being consistent, constantly making and creating is very, very important. Uh, you can't be an ideas person. You have to be a doer. So uh-huh. instead of talking about the things that you're going to do, just do them. I love that because, you know, we can get so stuck in our heads and have these grand ideas, but until we put them into action, it's not going to go anywhere. That's it. Okay, and I have a quick follow-up question to something you just said. When you have that thought in your head that says, ooh, I could make one mistake here and my career would be over, What do you tell yourself? How do you talk yourself out of that kind of pressure? Sleep is important um, because when you're rested, but life goes a little bit better. Right. Um, But in those sort of situations, um, I think being on camera, and maybe you've had experience this as well when you were performing, you kind of have adrenaline take over and it takes the wheel for you. So it's not until afterwards that you're like, what did I say? What did I do? I guess it's it's trusting your gut. It's trusting that you know what your job is and to, to do it. I think that's the the best way. And if it doesn't do well, then you'll do better next time. Okay, and where can we find Tubi? Tubi Tubi.tv. And you can uh, basically sign up in 10 seconds and get over 15,000 free movie and TV titles at the tip of your fingers. For the messy hair, don't care couch potato. Yes. (laughs) All right, Maud. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks so much, ladies. That's Maud Garrett here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Make sure you check out Tubi, the free streaming service, and don't forget to check out Geek Bomb. When we come back from the break, you're going to hang out with another Aussie, meet Australian indie artist Ziggy Alberts, singer-songwriter. Keep hanging out right here with your radio sisters on the Mulberry Lane Show.
guys, Rachel here. Just want to give you a personal invitation to get in on more sister fun music and highlights from the radio show. You can head on over to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Mulberry Lane Show. We love having you here, and we'd love to meet you over there for more positivity, creativity, and true connection. Your creative fueling station, The Mulberry Lane Show. Glad you're here with us. I'm Bo, here with my sisters, Rachel and Allie. Well, Ziggy Alberts is an Australian singer-songwriter. He's already toured the world, released several albums, and founded his own record label. Now Ziggy's bringing his coastal folk charm to the heartland at the Slowdown in Omaha on September 25th. He's here to chat his latest album, Laps Around the Sun, and the Laps Around the Sun World Tour. Welcome, welcome to the show, Ziggy Alberts. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so now for someone who has not yet heard your music, how would you describe it? Singer-songwriter, I'd describe it probably mostly acoustic. Okay. A good time. Mostly just a good time where we all sing and dance and cry and laugh together. Okay, so now you're known for your stage shows. There's supposed to be a lot of fun and a lot of camaraderie and all that. So what can people expect from the show at the Slowdown September 25th? Well, it does definitely change from time to time, you know, depending on the crowd. I think we're just going to have some nice, quiet, quiet intermones together, and then we're just going to build through the night, have some nice talks together, and then end up hopefully just having a big, big dance for the last, you know, last half of the set, just basically dance the little shoes off. So now the new single is Stronger, so what inspired that song? Just a moment of reflection where you just feel a little bit like you don't know exactly where it's all going, and you want to turn that around and find some direction with that, and you just got to remind yourself that it's all working out. You've got to keep, you know, pushing forward kind of thing. I guess that's what that song comes from. It's just about learning. Learning. Okay, now would you equate that even to your career? Pushing forward 100%. and learning. Yeah. Yeah, career, <laughs> career, personal endeavors, relationships, environmental stuff, like all of it. We just need to continue to just push adapt through. and learn. You know, you started your record label. Were those decisions you made along the way that this is what I need to do to get myself to, you know, the next place? What inspires your next move? Um, I think the record label, to start our own independent record label and continue on the independent train was a, a definite conscious move. I had major deal offers in various different parts of the world and just turned them down because I felt like there was still an independent story. I just felt like we could do it as good as anybody else. Uh-huh. Everything's moving and changing so quickly that you have to constantly be adapting. And that's where sometimes it actually benefits having a clean slate and not having set ways of how you do things right. and actually finding out as the years pass on. And so it just made sense to be independent. And it makes sense for now, but that does not belittle or disvalue anyone's choice to sign to a major record deal, to stay independent. It's really just got to try and do what's right for you as, as an individual and then for your career. And for me, these things suited me. Because and you have to know yourself easy. and know what you want and where your heart is in order to know where you would want to go. It really, in music, you have to ask what the purpose of your career is or what you actually want from it. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important thing because that will shape a lot of your decisions accordingly. Yeah. So I think a lot of people in a creative endeavor, it's so hard to know what your destination is and how you're going to get there. So do you have any advice as far as do you need to have a plan or should you just follow where the muse leads? I'd say do things that you're happy to do while you're broke. Because if you're happy to play music while you're broke, then generally it's a good thing because that means long term. Not just what you're doing for money. Australian singer-songwriter Ziggy Alberts here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So if you had to speak to what you've learned on your world tour, if you had one takeaway 
from touring the world, what would it be? Well, one takeaway from touring the world, stillness is where you make it. Because when you're moving all the time, you have to actually make home and make peace and quiet wherever you are. But that's a really good lesson because you can be in the perfect spot or what you would define as not the perfect spot and you can make do with it and have a really good time in both. And that's just kind of what touring around the world teaches you. And okay. most of the time, it's a pretty incredible experience. But that's where if you're moving all the time, you've got to make the stillness something that you make for yourself. I love that. And you know, that's a good approach to uh, any life, really. Yeah. Okay, before we let you go, what do you hope people take away from Laps Around the Sun, the album? I think it highlights the importance of good relationships, not just relationships, but good, healthy relationships, a good, healthy relationship with yourself, your family, your people, and the world you live in. That's basically what I think we can take away from it. Okay, beautiful message. And Ziggy, we want to thank you for joining the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to coming and playing in uh, that neck of the woods. It's going to be a lot of fun. September 25th. We'll see you then. Thanks, Ziggy. All right, love. Thank you. Take care. That was Ziggy Alberts. He's coming to the Heartland September 25th at the Slowdown in Omaha. Be sure to check it out. And in the meantime, download his latest album, Laps Around the Sun. And here's a taste of the single, Stronger. I just say that, honey, I crave you And you make me feel like everything is alright And I know I'll make you feel the same And really we don't need much, really we just need us To learn about trust and the baggage will never be heavy any of those ways And if you come We'll make this work, I know we can be stronger, we can be stronger now And if you come, make this work, I know we can be stronger, we can be stronger now Well, it's time for show notes. Now, show notes is where you hear a quick recap of the best advice that you heard from today's guests to keep you motivated in all your endeavors. Up first, you heard from rock and roll icons, Cherie Curry of The Runaways and Brie Darling of Fanny. Cherie says, there's a reason you were put on the planet. Go with your heart, believe in yourself, and don't let anyone tell you it can't be done. Rockstar advice from Cherie. Now in her own personal life, she was just about ready to hang up her guitar and leave behind the music business when this opportunity came to do this duet with Brie. She listened to her own advice and she dove into her next project. So you never know, your opportunity could be right around the corner. Keep at it. And then Brie wanted you to know that opportunities are in front of you every day. She said, reach out and grab them, wrestle those opportunities to the ground. This is your time. Do what you want to do. Don't wait. It doesn't matter where you're at in life, in the beginning, in the middle, or even if you're near the end. She said, do something big, do something epic, do it now. Mic drop moment. Mm-hmm. All right, then filmmaker John Wesley Chisholm with the new documentary, The Woodstock Bus, that you can watch on Curiosity Stream says we all have imagination and it's so important to picture in your mind your future and what you want it to be like. What you see in that vision is what you move toward. It's like a magnet. So if you imagine your future is limited, it will be limited. So to reach your dreams, you have to imagine the clear goal in mind. Get your hopes up and keep them up. And he said, why not imagine the future better than things are right now? True that. 
and the best advice from YouTube channel Geek Bomb host Maud Garrett. She says, be an action person. A lot of people have big ideas, but until you actually do something about those big ideas, they will just stay ideas. So do something to put that idea into motion this week. Set them free, guys. And then finally, you heard from Australian singer-songwriter Ziggy Alberts. Now, he said he learned this from being on the road. He said you need to make home and make peace and quiet wherever you are. You can be in the perfect spot or not the perfect spot, but you make do with what you have and you can make it a really good time, all depending on how you view it and your attitude. So if you're in a spot right now that's maybe not your ideal situation, just tweak your attitude a little bit and view it with a different lens. Great advice from Ziggy Alberts, who makes the world his home. Well, we hope these drops of inspiration will fill your bucket this week and spill on into your motivation. Keep your eyes on where you're going. Take some action. We'll hang out with you same time, same place next week on the Mulberry Lane Show. Because nobody's going to tell us it can't be done. <laughs> and no one can tell you that either. All right, sisters, Bo. Stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, do me a favor and don't forget to be awesome. Rachel, that's a wrap. Woo!